What up, Wholesale Chameleon family? Oh my God, I got two special, I got two special guests that's gonna drop some bomb sharing with you guys what's going on with the market right now with the whole Corona. All right, no one, none of us is drinking any Corona right now, but they're gonna share with you guys and dropping some bombs and let you guys know what you need to do for those of you who's starting out, who's trying to get into this business, what it's gonna be like, and then for those of you who's currently in the business, what you need to do to still making that money. them together and help me welcome Jamil and Pace, the two power player I got today. What's going on, gentlemen? How are you? Yo, bro. Thanks for having us on. Yeah. Hey, thank, hey, thank you so much. And for those of you, if you can't see Pace, it's because Pace is driving. He got the sun blocking his he's got, handsome face. He's got face. all the light on him. He's got, he, Pace can't yeah. keep the shine. That's right, guys. Dude, the Pace, sun is shining on me today. Pace, uh, so tell people, uh, so what do you, uh, so what do you did this morning already, bro? You know, I have an addiction and that addiction is working all day long and I wake up early in the morning and I'm like, what can I accomplish before the sun even comes up? So this morning I jumped in my truck, drove an hour out to one of our big projects. We've got a 50 home community that we're developing and our uh -huh. first home goes on the market today. So I drove all the way out there and then I have group homes out there and then I've got um, other properties that are currently under construction that are going on the market as lease options in the next couple of days. So I drove by all of those. I think I drove by nine properties this morning and it's just now nine o'clock. So I have uh, accomplished more today than most people will accomplish all day, I'm sure. More than me, freaking hustler. I Dude, I love this. I mean, I, we all, I think we all kind of have that same feeling. Is it's just, this is the most fun business to be in. Absolutely. And uh, Jamil, how about you, bro? Uh, so what do you do pants. this morning already? What? I put on pants. You what? I put on says, pants. <laughs> 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 All right. So <laughs> I, guess the, I guess the point is it's not about how hard you work. It's how smart you work because I've been working and I went and saw all nine houses and I still don't have pants on. So... Um, <laughs> You know. Uh, anyway, can you guys see me a little bit better now? Yep. 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 Okay. So, um, you know what? For those of you who don't know their stories, uh, Jamil, why don't why don't you start first, bro? Sure. Uh, so I'm Jamil, guys. I am the president and one of the co-founders of this company, Keegley. We are a nationwide uh, wholesaler. Uh, we are about to franchise, so we're a couple of weeks away from being able to offer franchises across the nation. We're a disposition house, so our business is helping wholesalers move their deals. And in a time like now where um, buyers are, are definitely harder to come by and money is, is starting to really tighten up, um, we can really become a, an asset and a tool for wholesalers out there right now struggling to figure out how to cash that check and, and uh, move their deal. Okay. And uh, Pace, uh, how about you, bro? Um, I'm one of the guys that sells my deals to Jamil. <laughs> Jamil is understating his prowess. It's amazing to me, but um, I'll jump on that in a second. My name is Pace Morby. I own a handful of businesses. Um, one of them I would say I'm primarily most known for is somebody that is acquiring 
a lot of properties utilizing creative financing. And um, again, the properties that I stopped by this morning, all of those were purchased on creative financing. In fact, even my, um, my development that I'm doing, 50 homes, I, I'm $0 out of pocket. So I pride myself on structuring deals in a way that I can benefit. I have um, little to no exposure and I have little to no money invested in those deals. So um, anybody that follows my Instagram, in fact, I was just about to post a nine minute walkthrough of a property I just left explaining how we bought the property, where the lead came from, how we negotiated with the seller, what it cost, how we're exiting on the deal and what kind of money it, it took for, for us to do the deal. And um, I'm just that guy. I'm that guy that's out in the streets and, and doing a lot of deals half the day and the, the rest of the day I'm managing my team. So, Boom. Dude, like you guys, if you want to follow people that are real, that are in the game, that's not just teaching but doing. So I don't know what you guys mean by guru or duru, but these are two guys that freaking blow up the wholesaling games and they're actually in the trench doing the work, all right, and showing you free man dropping bombs every single day of how it's all done so okay i'm actually going to go for like 30 seconds but pace and jamil could you guys share for those that are new into the game kind of what's going on with the market right now would you talk about that a little bit i'm gonna be right back yeah 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 sure um so uh uh the pacer what have you been noticing happening i, I mean we're we had some pretty solid sales last week um I think we average around two houses a day, which, you know, I mean, it's not terrible. It's not our, it's not a high point by any means. I'm not like, you know, swinging from a chandelier. Yeah. I mean, you guys will do, deals, still you do and I did 45, deal. yeah. 45, 50 deals this month. I'm sure. I mean, not if we do 40 deals this month, I'll be happy. Um, right. But uh, you know, that's, that's obviously lower than our average of 65 to 85, but um we did a deal last week, which I'm pretty happy about that. That's going to work out real well. Um, what are you seeing out there? Are you seeing, um, are you guys moving houses? Are you moving sub two deals? What's the, what, what's your guys's temperature? The amazing thing is that we've positioned ourselves and I think this is just, you know, by chance, by luck, whatever, but we positioned ourselves to not have rental properties. We own the properties and we, we basically do lease options. And so our tenants, are completely different demographic, right? They're people that actually want to own the property. They have way more skin in the game. So our average lease optionee puts $7,500 into the deal before they move in. So the majority of our people have made all their payments. I think that was something I was worried about a month ago as I was saying, oh my gosh, what's going to happen with all my buy and holds? Well, amazingly, 85, 90% of our properties that we own in our portfolio are of lease options. And so everybody's making their payment except for one person and awesome. we're working out a structure with them. So we're right. really, really blessed in that regard. On the wholesale side, we locked up four deals last week. Um, two of them were lots. One was a deal that you and I did together. And then we just got another one on Saturday that I actually don't know much about except for the team was going back and forth. So we got four contracts last week, which is kind of our average. You know, our average is usually between three to five houses a week on the wholesale side has nothing to do with creative. And so we're acquiring them, but I do know that we are really hesitant and we changed what we're doing on the wholesale side where we are only entering deals that the ARB caps at 300. Mm -hmm. Although we are targeting now all of our new lists for our cold callers, our texting, RVMs, all of our new lists are capped at 225 ARB. 
and we are only marketing the properties that are low um, low entrance points for cash buyers just to kind of insulate ourselves because we had a handful of deals where like 450, 500 ARV. Dude, those deals did not sell. They're, they're done. It's a, that market, I feel like, is the one that's being impacted. 100%. I, I'm seeing the same thing. In fact, the guys that we're interviewing right now asking our buyers that have flips on the market because they, you know, they, it was really important for us to know what that was going to look like, right? Right. Um, all of the houses that are 300K and under are going under contract, multiple offers during the coronavirus situation. So the agents are really pulling through and doing their jobs and, and crushing it on the retail side. And rehabbers are ready to start re-upping and, and continuing to add to their inventory. So, I mean, I don't know, it's strange. It's like, obviously this is gonna affect people and it's gonna affect industries all differently. Um, and I, and I can say that it's likely going to affect ours uh, a little bit farther down the road if we're in the wrong price point. So I'm still seeing sales. I'm still seeing strong. I've got, I've got a question for you. So I'm, I primarily do stuff in Phoenix, as you know. I'll do a little bit of deals in Atlanta, a little bit of deals in Florida. But since then, I stopped acquiring buy and hold stuff for my portfolio, except if it's here in Phoenix, right, in the last 45 days. What are you seeing in your other markets outside of Phoenix? Because I feel like maybe we're just really lucky here in Phoenix and we're insulated in a way where our weather is so nice. I mean, I've got friends right now from Charlotte and all sorts of other places um, on the East Coast that it's colder that are all coming here for a one-month vacation, two-month vacation because they're like, I don't want to be anywhere that it's somewhat cold, anywhere near the coronavirus. And people are coming out here now booking out vacation rentals. And I'm like, wow, I guess that makes a lot of sense. The Californians, the New Yorkers, all these people are still buying properties here in California, uh, or I'm sorry, here in Arizona, but I'm curious what's going on in your other markets. Florida is still selling. Uh, California has been selling. Vegas has been selling. Atlanta has been moving. I haven't seen the only place where I saw that we had really good deals that didn't sell uh, recently was in Texas. Wow. That'd be the one place so, I would think that it would be crushing. Know, it. I don't know if it was just timing, if it was just like the few days that we were in that, and that's why those deals didn't move, but that was it. Other than that, we've been, we've been selling. Well, to cap, so, to cap that question off, uh, Kong, I feel like I had a lot of uncertainty. It wasn't doubt. It was just uncertain, uncertainty. I didn't know what kind of ground I was walking on essentially. Right. I felt like I was walking on eggshells for a good week or two. I see after doing all the, my education and my research on the stimulus package and all the things that they're do, trying to do to get people money in their pockets. I mean, we're applying. I feel like we're, I'm going to, I'm applying for like $2 million on the SBA side on the side that I have to pay back. They're giving out like with very, very little requirements. They're going to give us a $2 million loan at 3.75, which I can go and refinance out a lot of my loans that are, that I have at a higher rate. And I'm looking at the money that they're giving out and I'm thinking the economy is going to be hit. There's absolutely no doubt about that, but I'm nowhere near as uncertain or I'm nowhere near uncertain about our future. I'm pretty positive about the future. I see other cash buyers, friends that I run with that are all like, yeah, I'm buying. And in fact, I want to buy right now so I can start rehabbing for the next 45 days. So when the Corona thing kind of dies off, I've got a house ready to hit the market because I, I have a lot of positivity about what's going on in, in, in our world. So three weeks ago, I was singing a little bit different of a tune. 
the last four or five days with listening to Dave Ramsey, the SBA, talking about what kind of loans they're giving out. I, I feel so positive about what's going to be coming up in the next 60 days. I feel like we're, taking, we're going to take a dip and it's just going to be like a pent up demand that's just going to rock it off again. That's my feeling. Uh, how about you, uh, Jamil? I, I feel the same way. I mean, I think there's a lot of um, benefit to look. Let's let's be let's be real about it, right? The bailout happened to the small business owner this time, right? Last time we had a, a calamity in the economy, we bailed out banks and corporations, and and who got who who got to see that the effect? The guys that were already making twenty million dollars a year. They, they're already making $20 million a year. Then their company gets bailed out. Then they got a bonus of $30 million, right? That's, that's, that's the, the effery that happened last time. This right. time, what do they do? They put the money in the, in the pockets of the guys that are paying the people. It makes sense. Why, why, why put all the Americans on unemployment when you can just give the money to the, to the small businesses and say, don't fire people? Yeah. Like, I, I, I love what they're doing. It is amazing. The more research I do and all the government supplements and all the beneficial things for business owners. And actually on top of it, so I did a show on Friday, or I'm sorry, Saturday with Rylas Dana, an attorney and Michael Velasco, a tax professional. We did a live for an hour and a half where Michael Velasco, tax professional, went through the entire SBA grant program. And while we were sitting in the studio, Bobby, our photographer, sitting there like, oh, my gosh, like, you guys are telling me I can get $10,000 for free. And you're telling me I can go apply for all these things. We're like, yeah, dude, this isn't just for, like, big companies. This is independent contractors. This is real estate agents that might not even have an LLC. You don't even need an LLC to get your hands on some of this money. I feel like they finally did it right. And if they're going to do a government bailout, bail out the hardworking people in this country that actually make a difference. So I'm feeling ultra positive about it. I think it's great. Yeah, so now, so let me ask you guys this. I know that a lot of people are like in the wholesaling game and they are so worried saying, hey, I can't sell my deals. Buyers are backing out and things like that. I mean, I guess, what are some tips that you guys can give these, these, these guys and gals I would be focusing on a different type of buyer right now. Um, The one thing that we do at Keegley that's different is we're not just always, we haven't built a business based on fix and flip buyers, right? Fix and flip buyers might be on the sidelines right now. They might be a little bit less bullish because they're waiting to see. Um, And that's that, look, this is the hole that I've been exposing in, in wholesale from the beginning, which is why our company is doing what it does is that everybody teaches acquisitions. Everybody chases after getting the deal. Everybody's after getting the contract. No one ever talks about what happens to that contract, ever. Yeah, I mean, think about all those guys that went out and hustled, they pulled the list, they skipped trace, they cold called and cold called and followed up and did all this stuff. They negotiated with the seller, finally get the house under contract, and then boom, they can't dispo the property. They did all that work essentially to make no money. It's been that way since, I mean, we, we started Kegley four years ago and it's, that was what we noticed then and it's even more prevalent now. So I think what people are really going to start to do is they start to get efficient. They start to get better at where they lack, right? And so in the past, we'd all been, you know, teaching people how to cold call, teaching people how to uh, get the contracts, which is great. 
But now people have to understand, okay, where do I find a buyer? How do I attract a buyer? How do I communicate with a buyer? And not just scraping tax records to find cash transactions and, and, and spam email with houses. I'm talking about building relationships with people and, and going after industries with people that have cash to park. People that, that got affected because their money was in the stock market, not because their money was in real estate. The guys right now that want to buy are the guys that took a 40% hit on the stock market over, overnight. Those are the guys right. that are like, in wholesale real estate where I can buy 70 cents on the dollar. Where were you when I had my money in the, in the Dow? Right. Right? There were, the wholesalers weren't around them. It's because wholesalers have never been focused on how to sell their deals. They've always been focused on where to get them from. And I think that's going to change. Okay. So, Jamil, uh, then let me ask you this, man. So, where do you guys get your buyers from? Really, we have a very unique process of how we data mine for buyers. Our number one source of, of buyers is social media outreach. And uh, I've talked about this in the past before, but uh, you know, I'll explain it a little bit again. What we do is we go after high net worth industries like doctors, lawyers, accountants, and we, and we focus on people that are outside the state space and we identify them through a number of, of technical um, uh, triggers that are able to find first our outreach process. And if you want to learn any more about that, send me a DM and I'm happy to um, kind of get into that with people. But we, um, we go after high net worth individuals and we explain to them how we can help protect their capital. Because especially now, capital protection is key. When you lost 30, 40% of your stock portfolio's value overnight and somebody reaches out to you and says, I'm in the business of finding distressed property at 70 cents on the dollar, you might help somebody le level out their loss, right? If somebody lost 30% and you give them a property that's 30% undervalued, they're now 70 cents is now worth what it was before they lost their money in the stock market. So you can help people level their losses. You can help people protect their capital. But if you're uh, being lazy about it and you're just chasing cash transactions, you're going to have a terrible time finding the appropriate buyer. So I would just looking at completely industries, guys that are not in real estate right now are the ones that need to be in it. So you guys, uh, okay. Uh, so let me add something. So what Jamil just said, listen, these are the people that will pay you the most on your wholesale deal. Am I right, Jamil? Because the savvy investor, the one that fix and flip, you know, savvy investor that, that does it all the time, they go to the class, right? They go to the seminar. So they know about buying at a 30% discount, a 25% discount. But some of, the, some of the people that Jamil is talking about, those are the ones that pay you top dollars for your wholesale deal. And that's how you can make a larger... Uh, fee on your wholesale deal, but you know what? Just like what J Jamil says, these are people that you, like it's relationship built. It's not you call them up and you send them a deal and uh, they pull the trigger, man. It turns that way. It like I've got I've got a lot of guys that once you get build the relationship with them and once you you've you've shown that you're real, and they buy a house and you know they're like, oh my god, wow! I, they run the comps and they're like, oh, I really have a deal here actually have more equity than what I put into this deal. Like amazing when you perform and then they look at you again, like, let's do that again. I want to do that again. It's like anybody else will have that same reaction. If you're in the casino and you double down on a, on a, on a blackjack 
um, uh, play and you, and you get a blackjack and you get two and a half times your money back, what do you want to do? You want to do it again. And that's what everybody wants to do. They want to do it again because you did it right. You showed them you were real. Your investment was true and your methods were, were, were real and it worked. And so that's the key, right? Right. So now, Pace, how about you? I know that you do deals with uh, Jamil, but how else do you find your buyers, bro? Like solid buyers in this kind of market? Um, we have, um, so I was a contractor for a long time. So I have a lot of friends who are in, in the game and doing a lot of fixing and flipping. I used to work for a lot of the fix and flippers. So I probably have 50 solid friends that maybe not that many, maybe like 35, 40 solid people that I reach out to. And that 40 people right now is probably closer to about 10, but those guys are still buying, but they're being very specific about what they are buying. So, um, I'm lucky that I have those relationships with my pocket buyers. Those are my friends. However, where we spend a lot of our time right now, I, I know that maybe your audiences are primarily wholesalers, but you guys need to look at utilizing, like there's two things I think you should be doing in this market. Um, number one is you need to be entering into deals lower, not necessarily um, just lower price on the same home, but also lower priced homes, right? So that's number one, they need to be doing. And then number two, they need to start getting creative. They need to start understanding what subject two and lease options and seller finance are because those buyers never go away. So I buy house subject two, and then I turn around and I, I sell it on seller financing and I finance a wrap buyer. Those buyers are in every single market. It doesn't matter if it's good, bad, or otherwise. In fact, in a bad market, there's more of those buyers than there are traditional cash buyers people that can't get financing, but they do have cash. And so um, we have a property two weeks ago. So here's, here's a great example. I put this on my Instagram. We have a property two weeks ago. I get a buddy of mine calls me. He's a wholesaler. And actually not just some like guy doing one or two deals a month. He's probably doing six to eight deals a month, really respectable wholesale um, business. Calls me up. He goes, hey, I know you have the ability to make money on deals with no equity. I just got a lead on one of our, my direct mail pieces. Ladies, highly motivated, but I don't have a solution for her, And I thought I'd pass the lead over. So I'm throwing him two grand because he sent me the referral, but I ended up buying the house subject to, and I ended up wrapping that and selling it to another buyer with $20,000 down. The cost of the deal is 3000 to the seller, 2000 closing costs and 2000 to the guy who referred the deal to me. So I'm $7,000 into it. My buyer is bringing 20 grand to title. I'm making $13,000 on a deal that had no equity and I stayed in the deal and I'm making $500 a month in cash flow. So I don't care what the market's doing. And when I have those type, when I have the ability to convert a deal that other wholesalers just can't, I'm grateful that I know how to get creative because that will separate you as a wholesaler in this industry. Number one, it'll elevate you to being a real investor. You'll actually own real estate and you'll actually have cash flowing assets. But number two, you can convert double and triple the amount as you normally can out of the exact same lead flow. That's what I found three years ago when I really started hitting on the creative stuff. I was doing some lease options and doing some other things like that. All of, all of the sudden, my conversion wasn't one in 30 leads. It was now one in 15 leads. And it was because I didn't spend any more money. I just added another tool in my toolbox. So what I would suggest to your guys that are wholesalers is go back to your leads that are trash that have no equity 
find somebody in your local market or even talk to us and we'll help you guys structure deals where you can make ten, fifteen thousand dollars on a deal that doesn't have any equity. I'm telling you, it is it is not recession proof, but um, yeah, it is actually it is recession proof. It's just you have to kind of move along with the market a little bit as well. So, for example, in a really really bad market, I might not find a buyer for that deal at twenty thousand. I might find a buyer at that deal for fifteen thousand, but I still walk away with seven thousand. So. That's something that we, we do is we have a very different type of buyer on the creative side, people who have cash but don't have credit. And those guys will buy anything from us that has a good interest rate and we just build ourselves in there a nice profit. So um, I would suggest people to go figure out what subject to seller finance, lease options, stuff like that are and utilize my same lead flow. Don't spend any more money, but double my conversion and therefore double my income. Pace, I know that a lot of people are going to ask me, man. So how, so how do they connect with you, bro? <laughs> um, number one, Instagram. Um, I'm heavily active on Instagram. In fact, um, I have to question myself constantly. Like, am I posting too much? And then I listen to Gary Vee and Gary Vee's like, dude, shut the hell up and keep posting. Right. So, and it's like you Kong, like on TikTok, my wife and I were watching you on TikTok last night. My wife is like, <laughs> dude, he is so active. And he, I go, I go, do you think it's too much? And she's like, absolutely not. Like, I love his content. It's amazing. So as, as long as you're providing value, there is no such thing as overposting. So number one, who Kong is. what's that? What's that? Even my wife knew who you were. She's like, not even like Laura uh, Pace's wife. She's like, she's in it. She's on Instagram. She's on social. She's, she watches people. She knows mine's like not. <laughs> and she knew who who uh, who Kong was. What? She, she, oh yeah. man! She's, See, she's, so yeah. the, the, oh, dude. So the, the thing is, you guys, I don't want to get off topic here, but for those of you who's watching, who's getting into uh, the personal branding space, I mean, I want to touch base on this. For those of you who don't know, 2019 TikTok is the most download. A lot of people think there's a bunch of kids, bunch of teens, but let me tell you what what is happening, right? I mean, uh, Grant and uh, Grant Cardone talk about this all the time, attention and exposure, right? So I get moms and pops, right? The one that's in, right? Tell, telling me, hey, my kids should show me your TikTok and said that you do real estate, <laughs> I'm a real estate agent, you know? And then they hit me up on Instagram. So those are the kind of like attention exposure that can do to you. I don't want to go on there and attract kids, right? But I go on there just to put my name out there so that way they can tell their mama and their papa about me. <laughs> Dude, TikTok's amazing. And your, your content's really, really good. Um, I think Thanks, for me, I want to start doing TikTok, but I just need to kind of figure out the buttons. It was the same thing when I started out with Instagram. Instagram yeah. back in the day when I started was very basic. You didn't have yep. stories. You didn't have IGTV. You didn't have the ability to do a lot of the tips and, 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 and cool things that are yep. all, all the tricks that you can do now. So I kind of gradually learned how to use Instagram at a very high level. Most people will call me and be like, bro, how did you do that on Instagram? That's super cool. <laughs> now I'm looking at you on TikTok and I'm like, I've got to understand the mechanics and all that stuff. So I'll have to probably call you and get a tutorial from you, bro. Yeah, dude. The, see, the thing is TikTok, you guys, it's a completely different platform than Instagram and YouTube. I, hey, like my guests, bro, like when I first started, um, I wasted about five to six months. I didn't go hard. I went on there and I was like, oh, my God, there's a bunch of freaking teenager and kids dancing. I was like, oh, my gosh. Do I have like I was like, dude, dude, this platform is not for, for me. And then I started you watching dance? it, dude, it start. What's that? Did you dance? Did you did you make a dance? Oh, dude, yeah, dude, I went on. Yeah, there he has. And I did he has the, great goods. He has dude, great. Dude, I stuff. don't 
bro, like I never dance, like I, I'm not a dancer at all, but man, TikTok, man, I, 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 um, I started to watch it and I was like, dude, it, it makes me now becomes like somewhat like I actually dance now uh, in my video. I love that. Yeah, so see, so the, the, the thing with it, man, I think, I think TikTok right now, we got maybe like another year, and I think it'll be oversaturated. Because right now, I think, I think if you go on there and if you pump out content, like I think the, the, informer, like, uh, the information and the knowledge space is so underplayed right now, where if you pump out enough, right? Like, because I went on there, I saw guys and gals that, that have very, that start their Instagram or YouTube like a long time ago and they went on TikTok and they pumped out just within like 60 days. I've seen it, bro. 60 days, 90 days, they surpass it and going from zero to like 50,000 to like 100,000 followers. I'm the slow one. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with that. I, I see um, Ryan Pineda is also doing it pretty heavy. Uh, you know, all-star all investor, he's doing it heavy. Yeah. And um, there's a handful of other educators on there that I've never even heard of that I'm like, wow, okay, this is being utilized. And so you get followers, but are you getting traction on it? Like, are you getting... Um, oh, bro, dude, the, the engagement that I have on TikTok, like, cannot compare to YouTube and Instagram. Like, I get more, more engagement on there. Like, I went live, so I told my audience, when I hit 100,000, I'm going to go live. We got, like, we got almost four close to 500 people on a live stream dude wow. the engagement the engagement that i have on tiktok is absolutely incredible and uh the exposure on there I, like i think like you know like i would post the same video on youtube and instagram i would never get the same amount of tractions of actions as i do on tiktok because it's under play because there's not a whole lot of people that are in the inform like selling knowledge right like like right. like 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 in like exactly what we're doing, right? Real estate, wholesaling, right? Providing with people like uh, real value of how they can actually improve their life and actually make the money, man. I love that. So, That's amazing. Yeah, I got to okay, get, so, get on it. Heck yeah, man. Okay. So let's get back to real estate. So for, so now Pace and Jamil, for those that are in the game and maybe now they are losing like they're, they're because I get people, man, and I'm sure you too, that have buyers are like backing out on their deals and they're afraid that, hey, this is not the game to play anymore. What do you guys take on that? And how can they get the deal done? Or what do they need to do to the deal if they have buyers that are, 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 are uh I have a really out? short answer for this. My short answer is that we lost buyers three, four, five weeks ago as well. Um, and we had to let go of some of those deals because our ARV was just, there's nothing you can do there. If your ARV is out of touch and your cash buyers aren't there, it, they're just not there. So we no longer... I so funny like now i'm getting a lot of deals sent to me um that are like people go hey will you take a look at my deal and i go i can already guarantee you that it's like a 750 arv or some crazy thing some dude sent me a deal 1.7 arv hey will you look at this as a flip i'm like bro are you you're out of your freaking mind <laughs> so here's the thing is there's just as many deals if not more deals you just need to lower your max arv of when you're pulling your list and so that's what we did is now we're just um, targeting in on those. And look, I don't want to discourage people from being in the business, but guys that stay in the business are going to reap the benefits of the other guys that are getting out. I can tell you that right now, it's just making adjustments. This business is somewhat recession proof as long as you can adjust and um, pivot with the market. 
I love the answer, bro. So how about you, uh, Jamil? Same, same. I mean, we had uh, some deal. We had a couple of buyers that tried to back out of deals. A majority of them closed. The ones that tried to back out, we renegotiated with, right? In those circumstances right now, it's, there, it's an option to renegotiate. If buyers want to walk away from their earnest money because they're scared, that's a valid reason. They're not yep. being, they're not being a POS. They're being smart. They're saying, hey, I'm willing to walk away from five grand right now because I'm scared. And then you say, okay, what price aren't you scared anymore? And they yeah. say, well, you know, if I was 20 grand less on this deal, I'd be okay. Then you go to the homeowner and you say, listen, I'm in the Corona scare now and I'm worried about taking this deal down. If I was 20 grand lower on your house, I wouldn't be scared anymore. And you back it down and you still make the same amount of money and you save the deal. So get creative, start having tougher conversations, look for different types of buyers, guys. Stop being lazy and just selling to rehabbers. You've got to getting out there and connecting with better buyers. And most importantly, find a Kegley in your market. Please not there. Find the people who spend the money on building buyers lists because that's going to be your best friend moving forward. If you I want think that's a good point. There's on, a lot yeah. of people. There's a lot of people that think they can do their dispo on their own. And they got this amazing buyers list. When times get tough, you've got to go find the Kegley in your market or somebody similar to the Kegley. If you're not, if the, if Kegley's not in your market yet, that's maybe been around for 10 to 15 years as a wholesaler can help you dispo for a fee, right? I can tell you there's deals that I can't sell, even though I feel like I have amazing buyers, there's deals I can't sell anywhere near what Kegley can or as fast. So we'll leverage Kegley a lot. And that's what they're there for. Kegley is there to be leveraged. So Kegley is not a new idea they are just a systematized version of what's been around for 20 plus years. So there's guys in just about every market that will dispo for you guys that are the gold, you know, the gray hairs, the experienced people in that market that have a bigger, bigger buyers list, or they understand where the house needs to sell or whatever. But what Keegley did is three smart guys got together and systematized it and made it really easy to understand how to leverage those types of tools. So, I would say 100% go find somebody else to dispo your deal and stop being um, either A, greedy or B, ignorant and thinking that you can do it on your own. I mean, awesome. we're, I'm, I'm an operation that does 20 to 30 transactions a month and I still leverage companies like Keegley and I give them a piece of the pie because that, that service is invaluable to me. It is so valuable that I can't put a number on it. I love it, man. So, uh, uh, you guys, let me add this um, on top what uh, Pace and uh, Jamil uh, just said, okay? When you have a buyer back out there, just like uh, Jamil said, yeah, right? In this market, you will have, as an entrepreneur, you must learn to adjust and adapt very quickly. You must learn to be a, a like, you, you must learn how to adjust and adapt, renegotiate, right? Just like Jamil said, a lot of you are getting sour of your buyer. You get pissed off on your buyer, and then you ruin the relationship. You call them up and, I don't know, you cuss them out, swearing at them, getting all mad. Dude, you should get on the phone. And saying, hey, Pace, I understand now with everything that's going on, I completely understand. Because if I was a buyer, I would be concerned too, right? So how can we make this work, man? Where do, we, where do, we, where do you need to be in price for, for you to, to still move forward? Dude, yeah. there, there it will always be a price, right? There here's, always be a price. Here's right? my question. To I want to pose this to the audience or maybe even to you guys. 
Is there such thing as a business that can make you a millionaire that does not require you to pivot or change with market, market circumstances and does not require you to have hard conversations with people at all? So are you a big boy and are you ready to wear big boy pants and be a real business entrepreneur and be a multimillionaire or are you going to be a little bitch and go back and just go get a job? Because Boom. even in your, right? I mean, am I wrong? Is there, is there a single business in this world that, that exists that way? Because if there is, bro, sign me up for that education package. I'm, I'm buying that shit right now. <laughs> I don't, I, so, I'm, uh, <laughs> oh man, Pace is dropping the bomb. All right. So I think you guys, um, let's wrap this up, man. So, um, Jamil, what are some things that you want to say to the people that are either getting into the game or in the game? Kind of what do I, they need to do, man? I think that uh, right now is the best time to get into it. I think you are uh, coming into the business model in a time where it's evolving and you can be a part of the next evolution of how this, how this plays out. Uh, there's a lot of people that have old ways and they're, they're stuck in, oh, I, I, if my guild's not good, it's just going to shut itself. There's people with all these ideas and like, and craziness that they've been told by dudes back in the day who, pro who probably haven't done a deal in 20 years that have been teaching you how to wholesale and they're not going to understand how to evolve out of this because they're not doing deals. So they're not going to be able to teach you how to pivot and how to, how to be emerging in this new evolution of wholesale. I think right now, pay attention to guys like Kong, pay attention to guys like Pace, pay attention to me, pay attention to anybody who resonates with you that's an operator that's doing deals right now, currently doing deals in the business, not just a, not just a teacher, but an actual operator. Pay attention to what they do. There's a lot of free stuff. Um, watch Wholesale Hotline. It's a show that I do with Pace and Brent Daniels every Monday at 5 p.m. Uh, Pacific, 8 Eastern. Uh, it is like a live call-in show where we just take people's questions live and we discuss how to navigate the times and how to build your business. Um, get free content. And once you've gotten your first few deals under your belt, find a mentor you resonate with and go out there and crush it. Love it, man. So Jamil, how do people uh, connect with you, bro? Hit me on Instagram, J-D-A-M-J-I, J-D-A-M-J-I. Send me a DM. Uh, I'm happy to send you a picture shot list for people to, uh, if, you're, if you're doing virtual deals and you want to send a shot list to your sellers so that they know what pictures they need to send you, I'll send you that. I've got free trainings on how to text message, how to pull lists. I'll send you everything. Just send me a DM and ask for the stuff and I'll send it to you. Love it, man. And then, uh, so what is your uh, TikTok name, bro? Come on, man. I, come I don't on, have man. a TikTok name yet. I'm still oh, sending Oh, come on, over. man. I've got yeah. TikTok video shot, but I don't have a TikTok, TikTok name yet. But hit me back. Hit me back. To, oh, man, I should just say it today. It's Jamil Damji. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find that one. Find Done. me on TikTok, TikTok, Jamil Damji. Find me somewhere, guys. I, I'll, you'll see me. I'll have this beer. I love it. A pace, what about you, bro? Um, if you want my old shit, go on Instagram. You want my new shit, go on TikTok. Pace Morby. <laughs> You're hilarious. <laughs> oh, man, dude, Pace. I love <laughs> You guys, I mean, listen, man. These are two guys that are uh, – power player not just that but down to earth someone that you can talk to you know reach out talk to ask questions get tips and advice someone that are doing not just teaching because we know there are people that's in the game to, to teach you the game but they don't do it man when you don't do it you cannot 
Like you cannot teach people the, like, you know what I mean? You have to be in the game to teach them the experience of, of, of how things is. Otherwise they just giving you things that they read from the book or, or, or uh, they heard, man, it's, it's, it's just outdated. And that's what happened to me when I first started in real estate, I go to seminars that they teach me the stuff that are outdated because the, the person was not in the game. All right. right. So, all right, you guys and pace beside Instagram, where else can they find you, bro? Um, they can find me on uh, sub two.com, uh, subject to okay. sub two.com. And, uh, we're teaching people creative finance subject to lease options, how to make money. I'm telling you right now, if you don't have any money, I can show you how to go buy five properties with no money out of your pocket in the next five months and actually have enough money to cash flow for, you know, like basic necessity type of cash flow. So there's no reason people should not own real estate and there's no reason you should just be a wholesaler. Being a wholesaler is my foundation. Everything else is gravy on top. And I, I want to teach people how to take their wholesale leads and double their conversion. But that in that doubling of their conversion, teach them how to cash flow. So when bad times come, like I drove by one of my properties this morning where we net $900 a month in cash flow on that house every single month. So I, guys, go to sub2.com. I, I, I'd love to teach you guys how to do the same thing. And it's Don't spell it. It's subto.com. Subto.com. Not, not the number two. It's subto.com. Thank you, bro. I love it, man. All right, you guys, man. Thank you so much. You guys Pace, dude. He's in the game. Whatever he just mentioned about the whole subject to creative financing, dudes, if you can learn how to do that, freaking powerful powerful i'm telling you so anyways pace jamil thank you so much you guys for your time Thanks the first time you. we did the interview you guys i didn't have a uh, i didn't have a zoom pro account <laughs> so uh so uh, so within like um i don't know like 40 minutes or so uh zoom actually kicked me out i just paid for it because i just got paid so i up so <laughs> i upgrade my zoom account to a pro so we're good to go but uh, gentlemen, thank you so much. I really, really appreciate you guys a lot. You guys are freaking true hustler, true player, people that are in the game doing and giving a ton and ton of free content and uh, just giving back to the people, man. So I, I appreciate you guys taking time to jump on and do this with me. Thank appreciate you, brother. You. Appreciate you. Bye. Yep, absolutely. You guys Later, guys. Yep. Ciao, you guys. See ya.